I'm joined on the line now by the mayor of Kamloops, Ken Christian. Mayor Christian, thanks so much. How are you doing here today? Very good, Jeff. Good. So I just want to start by getting sort of an overall sense of how you feel the city is doing when it comes to both council and city staff about the work they're doing to make these adjustments in a pretty rapid shift. We talked briefly about it last week, how, you know, you're basically taking 10 months of work and now making that into four. I mean, are you happy with the effort that's taken place so far? Yeah, you know, uh, I think all of council commended the chief financial officer yesterday for uh, the diligence that her and her staff put into uh, this uh, particular report. And, you know, there are a lot of unknowns, and uh, Kathy Humphrey admit, admitted that. And then there's a lot of rules that change, even as recently as last Thursday when uh, the government changed rules about uh, tax deferral and, and uh, that kind of thing. We had to uh, adjust the report uh, again. So, you know, and I suspect in the coming uh, weeks and months that there will be additional things that will impact our budget, but uh, uh, the finance department is alive to those issues and they will bring those back to council for decisions as they are warranted. Now, there were more than 25 budget items that were a part of the, the deferral process here. I mean, was there anything in particular that when you kind of look through the list that maybe was a little bit harder for you to, to push off for a year? Was there any particular projects that maybe were a little bit closer to you that you were maybe disappointed to not go ahead here in 2020? Obviously, the, the need is there to push things off, but, you, you know, the disappointment is still allowed to exist. Yeah, and, and, you know, I, I said at the outset yesterday uh, to all of council that, you know, we all have had uh, projects and things that we uh, champion, uh, and, and in normal times, that's exactly what you're expected to do as an elected uh, councillor or a mayor. And, you know, Councillor Singh has a passion for all things environmental and, and the climate action strategy, and, and uh, certainly uh, Councillor Hunter has a, a keen interest in uh, disability access and those kinds of things. For me, uh, you know, I was really pained to see the fact that we are going to defer the hiring of a crime analyst. Uh, I believe in evidence-based policing, and a crime analyst is one of the ways that you do that, but uh, we just aren't going to be able to do that now. The other project that was near and dear to my heart is the uh, completion of the uh, streetscaping on Victoria Street. Uh, it's been something we've talked about for a long time, expanding that from uh, 5th to 6th uh, to 7th and down to Memorial Arena eventually. But uh, that has to be deferred, as did a whole list of other projects that were equally important to all of the other councillors and to members of the community, uh, people who have lobbied uh, long and hard for some of these initiatives and we're just uh, not in a position to be able to deliver on them right now. Now, with the, the deferrals that are being put into place this year, and, you know, Finance Director Kathy Humphrey will be on later in the show today, uh, she actually, you know, was saying, you know, this isn't going to have uh, an impact on future budgets in the sense that 2020 projects will be done in 2021, and 2021 projects will now be done in 2022, etc. But do you have any concerns um, about, you know, when you're looking at renewing infrastructure and building new infrastructure, I mean, there was probably a, a plan in place for when these projects were set to take place, right? You had a specific time frame in mind for when you wanted to see work get done. Do you have any concerns about, uh, you know, maybe that this term of council now won't be able to get done everything that it was hoping to during its four-year span? Well, yeah, and the, the biggest one is the Center for the Arts, obviously. But, uh, you know, I think uh, there's uh, a risk that you take when you defer uh, some of the uh, maintenance issues on uh, capital assets that you have. So you're not going to replace the lift station this year. You're going to push that down the road. That's a, a good decision if you have to save money in the short term. But if that lift station fails, 
in the interim, then you have a huge problem. If that pool leaks, if that uh, you know uh, water main blows up, those kinds of things can become quite catastrophic, and that's why we have an asset management plan in place. It's not because we like to spend money. It's because we are prudent about the uh, you know maintenance of the assets that have been entrusted to us. Uh, I assume, too, there's a lot of challenges about what you even know you'll be able to, to do with some of the money that may or may not be coming in, right? I know uh, there was about $5 million worth of spending that would have been used uh, for grant revenues that you know just won't be coming in as a result of COVID-19. Um, so, I mean, I guess some of this is just forcing your hand, not just because of COVID-19 and the fact that it's having an impact on the city's direct budget, but obviously it's impacting our senior governments as well, and they're not able to you know give out those those grants as maybe they normally would have. So probably some disappointment as well, just in the in the in maybe the, the, the projects you would desire to get done, uh, just no longer have the funds to be able to do that. Yeah, and, and you know, that was one of the unknowns yesterday that we talked about. Uh, the first one is the uh, gaming fund, and, and that uh, really is predicated on the success of the two casinos that operate in Camels. Well, right now, obviously, they're closed, but what happens when they reopen? Do people go back to uh, using those facilities the way they did prior to COVID-19? Uh, and uh, do those facilities have to cut in half the number of slot machines they have the number of tables they have to comply with physical distancing rules and do the customers still have the uh, disposable income that they had uh, prior to this happening to actually go out and gamble so those are things that are unknowns and as such uh, our staff have taken a conservative approach in terms of what we might reasonably expect from gaming funds in uh, 2021 and beyond Uh, the other one of course is the community works fund which is essentially a gas tax and uh, as we've seen certainly this week uh, uh, the oil uh, industry is in crisis and uh, there's a problem with uh, oversupply and uh, under capacity for storage but the biggest problem is people aren't driving or flying and so as a result of that uh, they're not buying as much gas and when a lot of the community works funds are predicated on gas uh, then that becomes a problem uh, for municipalities that rely on those so again our finance department uh, took uh, you know their best guess at what that uh, might look like going forward and again it's exactly that so that uh, we're hopeful that uh, the numbers that they have shown in the budget projections will be realized but if they're not we're going to have to go back with a sharper pencil and continue to cut uh, I'll get you out of here on this one, Ken, because I just wanted to ask specifically about taxes, and I know we're going to get a little bit more into this next week at next week's meeting, um, but uh, Council was able to uh, drop the tax increase by 0.68%. It was sitting at uh, 2.97, and I know you were pretty happy to see that figure come in at under 3% initially. Uh, now it's cut to uh, 2.29%. Uh, I guess I just, what are your, your thoughts on that figure? Is that enough for taxpayers during this time? Is that a palatable number for you uh, as we go through this crisis? Yeah, you know, and as I've, I've said before, I think that that's a, a prudent decision to try to, uh, you know, uh, keep uh, the budget intact and still, uh, you know, give some relief to taxpayers. The bigger problem uh, for some taxpayers is going to be whether or not they can pay their taxes at all rather than they can they afford to pay the difference. So uh, those are things that are of concern to us. And, and uh, what uh, we mentioned yesterday, Councillor Singh raised it, was... Uh, 
you know, those that can pay, uh, we really need you to pay because your payment uh, is going to help our cash flow situation in terms of paying firefighters and police and, and bylaws and the kinds of employees that we value in the city. Without the taxes coming in, then there's no way that we will meet payroll. So those kinds of things are uh, really important for those that haven't had the financial crisis and those that have been experiencing uh, some hardship. Uh, hopefully the uh, Canadian emergency relief benefit that has been put in place by the federal government should give them uh, some uh, capacity to pay uh, their taxes. So that's what we're hoping. And, uh, you know, the uh, July term, we'll see how that plays out. Right on. Well, thanks so much for doing this, Ken. Always appreciate your time. And, uh, yeah, we'll hopefully get a chance to catch up again next week after uh, Tuesday's meeting. So thank you so much for your time. Appreciate it. Very good. That was Kamloops Mayor Ken Christian. And, and one conversation that uh, was had yesterday that Ken and I didn't touch on there uh, was in regards to the Canada Games pool. That $13.5 million project was looked at at a possibility to defer. Councillor Michael Riley had brought up the subject, which was eventually voted down 7-2. to So that work will be going ahead as planned here this year. O'Reilly did speak to the decision here this morning on the NL Morning News. I, I'm just a little bit, uh, a little bit uh, more conservative with, with spending the money in, in a time of, uh, you know, not being sure. As I said, you know, over and over, I said I 110 uh, percent support the project. Uh, I was just hoping to maybe defer it a year uh, to see what our new reality is going to be. Um, but at the end of the day, we are we are a council team, and and my vote and the mayor's vote were only one. And uh, you know, the majority of council didn't feel that way, and and they felt comfortable enough starting this project. Um, and and their big reason was, you know was the pool's closed already. And so why don't we start it now while the pool's closed so it has less inconvenience uh, for the users if we were to wait another year and have to close it again for another six to nine months. And so I completely get the rationale. And uh, But for me, I just uh, I just wasn't comfortable moving ahead with spending the money. But again, seven councillors were, so that's more than okay. Yeah, so Councillor O'Reilly and, and the Mayor Ken Christian himself were the only two to vote for deferring that project. The other seven members of council all voted to see that work continue here this, this year. So that $13.5 million renovation project will be going ahead and i totally get both sides of that debate saving the money very critical right now uh but the pool is already closed and doing the work now means you know when things do open up there will be less disruptions to the pool facility you can avoid some revenues that would uh, be lost as a result of the pool being closed for more a more extended period of time so i get uh why council decided it was good to go ahead with that project here this year